This is episode number 423 of JP Water Cooler, converting your site to FSE. Oh yeah, convert over. I'm Jason Tucker. You find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. He's Jason Tucker on Twitter. I'm Steve Zagan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive. Oh, and I run the Steve WordPress meetup occasionally. Not really on Twitter, but <laughs> hey, I'm Say Read. Uh, I'm on Twitter a lot. Too much, probably. Say Read Media. Come talk to me. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mo Mike. Back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress podcast. Speaking of podcasts, go over to Apple Podcasts, yeah. Google Podcasts, and Spotify, Spotify to check us out. We'd really appreciate that. And if you're just watching us as a YouTube channel, um, leave us a comment and hit the little thumbs up or something. We would love to, you know, kind of get you involved in what we got going on over I here. Like, I like what you guys do in the intro there. It's a little segue. Like, like, like Copper says podcast and Jason says, speaking of podcast, it works. It, it, it's, I just picked up on it. You're so natural. Like Steve hasn't been here in a while. He's like, look at you guys. And you it's like Steve to go to a coffee shop to actually listen to the show. You have my full attention. Hey, uh, before we get too inside baseball distracted, which I'm sure we will later, let's meet our guests. Yeah, Nick. We have Nick, up, Nick Diego on today. Hey, Nick. How's it going today? Going great. Can you, tell, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I... um. I've worked with WordPress for probably like 10 years now, but mainly as a hobby for a long time. I was in the hospitality business for about a decade. Um, hospitality. Yeah, it was, it was fun with COVID. So I, I left that in June of last year and did my own plugin development business. Plug and then in. Brian Gardner, we all know Brian Gardner. He sucked me into working on Frost. I mean, I do, but do we all? Do we all? And uh, then he... Sucked me into Frost, and then I started working with WP Engine. So now Frost? I'm a developer advocate at WP Engine. Nice. Frost, time to distract someone. That's right. Hey. Um, Frost. Uh, so Brian Gardner has been. Uh, is Frost just the theme, or is Frost the project that does has been making the theme? Frost is just a, an experimental full site editing theme, a block theme that we had started prior to joining WP Engine. The theme um, itself. Just a theme. Just a theme. So it's um, not just a theme. Come on. There's a lot more to it. It's an experience. Come on. No, because this is it, right? Your theme is your site, is your blog, is your posts, is your header. We are all one. Maybe this is your world. Maybe full site editing is just us reaching like nirvana of like all oneness. You know, maybe that's the goal. Maybe that's what Matt's got up his sleeve. I'm not sure we're quite there yet, but transcendent. I mean, you know what? I'm so, just gonna, for lack only, of a better leadership it'll, it'll, vision in WordPress, I'm just gonna go that it's transcendent. That's it, just, it only that's took it only took four minutes for say to get existential. Yeah, if right. if he is leading us to all Three oneness, does that basically mean that uh, the product direction is the back of the Dr. Bronner's bottle? <laughs> Which is basically like all the documentation anyway. So. Sure. <laughs> it's the codex. The codex is actually, there's secrets in there. You have to go read it. I like and you metaphor. slipped into the venting portion of the, of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve's really into segues today, everyone. So he's just Apparently. Like, no, you may run off with one right in a minute. Every time right. there's a nice bridge, he's going to be like, well, that was pleasant. That was nice. That was good. I like that. That was good. All right. So let's talk to the Nick. word. We, 
we use the word converting in this yes. in this title of the yes. show. Can you can you kind of set yeah. us up a little bit there, say? Uh, yeah. So Nick wanted to talk about adoption, <laughs> and and I that was thrown like, out. Yeah, and like, whatever. No, uh, I, I actually we've talked. Ad adoption to me feels more um, uh, like a, a an acceptance. Like mm. once you've adopted an idea or whatever it is, you're like, okay, I'm on board. I think that's the getting on board. Now, I will not say here publicly on this podcast whether or not I am have have adopted full <laughs> side editing. She has, um, but um, <laughs> if, if one were to hypothetically, right. then one would need to not just you know think about full side editing, but actually implement full side editing. Right. And so I uh, I wanted to while we have you here as a as a as a full site editor, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you about that. The process itself of converting an existing WordPress site, see what I did there, uh, to a to full site editing. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, I think that I think the the quickest answer to that is it's not easy. I think if you have an entire oh. cell, site built no, out, no. <laughs> if you have an entire site built out with you know custom plugins widgets acf woocomp all the things that you might want in a traditional wordpress site mm. and you say i'm going to take that and put it into full site editing you are that's going to be tough that's going to be tough yep. you're going to run into problems it's not going to be smooth what yeah <laughs> and i think that it's have it's, you have you attempted sorry go ahead what? i just think it's important to say that straight out like I'm the biggest advocate for full-site editing, but if someone says, I have my great site, I really like it a lot, and I want to convert it to full-site editing, I'd be the first person to say, are you sure you want to convert it? Like, are you sure? You know? Um, because we're going to be building non-full-site editing themes for a long time, forever maybe, you know? Yeah. And it's just another way to build with WordPress, and I don't think that anybody has to be converting to full-site editing if they're not ready for it or they don't want to. So um, don't do it till you're ready, kids. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, peer pressure here. and I, I actually come to peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. <laughs> so I have a very, like, Just if you like know. what you use, keep using it. If you full site editing, like, wait, hold on. I have to keep going with this. Gutenberg is like the gateway drug to full site editing. It's like the block editor. Yeah. Like gateway drug. Sure. Yeah. So the block editor is the marijuana of WordPress. I just okay, I just had to take it all the way. All right, there we go. We just had to take it the whole time. Yeah. And seven minutes in, say has talked about weed. <laughs> <laughs> and taken, and it's seven and it's seven minutes and three seconds. Cosper has taken my role. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, anyway, so Wikipedia decide defines full set editing <laughs> as no. Okay, but okay. Let's let's. Let's actually talk about this. So you, so there's no show topic because you say don't convert your site. To full that's site. not I what mean, he's the saying. The paste and copy and paste <laughs> works really well with Gutenberg. So you can definitely saying. paste. We just gotta go. Let, just, let's just say let's just say you've made the decision to go down this road. Sure. With with converting, what's next? So I think that so if you are in a like a if you're in like the classic editor, you know you haven't even adopted like the block editor. Um, Run! Do not do this. 
Right, ahead, but I Nick. think that like it, it's one of those things that like let's talk about full site editing from like a like a Wikipedia definition, right? Like from a not WordPress. We got Wix and Squarespace, and you know it's something that maybe clients of agencies aren't looking for, but the general public, I mean Squares, I mean my mom uses Squarespace. Like people like being able to edit things visually. And so sounds like a your mama joke somehow yeah. on the show. <laughs> your mom, mom your mom uses Wix. Yeah. Your sure. mom's so lame. She, she wears Wix. the headphones. <laughs> and so I think being able to edit things in a visual way over like short codes. I mean I, I have a plugin that has twenty thousand active users that is a short code plugin to make columns. Right, like that wow. that, that user really experience versus blogs wow. is, you know, that's your plugin. I it's uh, I don't even know what it's called anymore. It's a uh, you you made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a advanced column shortcode. <laughs> I don't even know. I wrote it so long. Ago, right? I wonder what that does. Yeah, is it well supported? <laughs> <laughs> It just uses the classic editor. So it's just... Let's, it's right, like, right. let's, let's let Nick yeah. finish. Nick's talking about the steps to converting it like this. Go ahead. Okay, sorry, yes. So I think that if you're already using the block editor, I mean, you're pretty far along. And I think you got to start evaluating what is enabling full site editing doing for you? Are you an individual user? Are you just have your own personal site? Then I think the argument to adopt full site editing is much more relevant because instead of learning to code and changing your template files, you can just do it visually. But from an agency perspective, it's a much different thing, right? I mean, you, I'm sure, have all your processes in place about how you're interacting with clients, kind of what clients should have access to, what they nothing. shouldn't have access to. They should have access to nothing. Exactly. And that and that's a and that's a very valid approach. In which case full site editing stops making stops making well, Nick, in, in, in either case, you kind of have to ask the question, how often is your site changing? Like, how often are those elements of your site changing? 100%. And I there's, mean, there's, there's, there's so a new... Many, sorry. sorry. <laughs> there's, there's so many ways to create um, uh, a WordPress uh, install that doesn't even... You know, you can skin your, your back end. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I've, never, I've never said that out loud before. You can you can do an admin theme. Uh, you can uh, do headless WordPress. Yep. You can do integrations. Like for example, I've built some integrations that are um, uh, from Airtable mm -hmm. to to WordPress. So completely circumventing the uh, the, the content editor at all. So yeah. they wouldn't even ever touch it. So full site editing in in that case would be completely for for me the developer and not even matter to my client. 100%. So there's so many there's so many different ways to do that. I, I really like the idea that you're um, that you said that it's just one of the ways to use WordPress. And I think that is actually really important because for some reason, I think it's the big giant uh, header that comes in every time we get a new WordPress that says, you can use full site editing now. Um, I think that might be part of the problem, but because it's not true. Is your, is, your, is your header actually shouting at me? Yeah, it's so loud. <laughs> like, go away. Anyway, thoughts gone now. You know where I was going. You get the gist. It's there. No, but I mean, I was talking to a guy the other day who runs an agency entirely built off of 
Elementor and, you know, and, and there's concern about, oh, full site editing, what should I do about this? Are you happy using Elementor? Is it working for you? Great. Keep using it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying yeah, to like- I feel just... like you should give like life coach advice. <laughs> You're like making me feel so calm right now. You're like, there's no pressure. It's just, what's working for you? If it's working for you, do it more. If it doesn't work, you can change. You've got to calm down the rhetoric about you have to convert to full site editing. Like, because that's the first, it's like, it's cool. Like if you approach it, like I'm going to explore this new way to build with WordPress and you approach it from that perspective, it's neat because you know that like if you were to convert to adopt full site editing, you'd have to change your entire thought process and how you build sites for clients. Like it would just be completely different. Yeah. From... And they just introduced locking, which I love <laughs> saying block locking because that is like block lock in the beat. Block lock in the beat. Every oh time. My God. Lock lock. That's what I think. <laughs> I don't know so, the words to that song, but blah, it's, blah, blah, it's, blah, it's blah. The, it's, it's the block rocking beats, but it sounds very similar. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Is that what, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. You asked what the words were. I didn't were. realize that you, when you, I was making you, a parody. You, you asked the words. Well, the, before that, I wanted the words before block, block, oh. and beat. How much time are we going to spend on this one? More than necessary, like usual. Right. Cosper, it looked like you had something you wanted to say. What was it? Yeah. Uh, so actually, it's a question for you, Jason. So given what Nick has said, how do you feel about converting the WP water cooler site to a block-based site? <laughs> so I'm glad we only have uh, a couple of minutes remaining here. <laughs> Um, so like I was you know, talking about earlier, the copy and paste in Gutenberg definitely works. And so if you, um, if you copy and then paste, that works fine. Um, I think that, I think the thing that, that wait, I just, wait, 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 wait. on that note, this is cutting and pasting your site into conversion was what we all were like, well, I specifically like have slides that say this in my WordPress things. It's like, you don't have to cut and paste. You can just import and export your stuff. So like, I just feel let down by the idea yeah. that we are cutting and pasting. Like and I, I feel regressed with and that. And the paste that I did was the paste special. So it doesn't actually copy over any of the, any of the styles or anything because it's just going to get, yeah, That's it's just going to get gross. Um, but I think what, when things that really get messed up is when you built like some, infrastructure behind a um a short code or yeah. your or something like that to, to to like display one damn thing like i'm just displaying one freaking word that i captured in acf and i want to display it and now i have to like build the entire block for it i'm yeah. like come on dude like this is this is, like you got to give me short codes like ease in order to be able to kind of pull this stuff off and no one's done I mean, that you yet build short codes right Shoot, you Not can still any. use short codes. You can there, literally type wait, in slash wait, short code and use short code. What, what was that now? Nick, you can't. Yeah, you, can do, you can do that exactly, but one of the things where it gets tricky, and you can do this, but inline short codes work, but they look like crap because you're you have a visual editor, your visual experience, and now you got short codes through the whole thing. So there's been some talk about I hate this so much. But there's been some talk about tokens. It does, so it doesn't. Re it won't render the short codes in the visual editor. Is what you're saying? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Well, I mean, like, yeah. uh, I don't actually know about Elementor, but Divi will. Like, Divi will show you in your when you're looking at the visual editor. Um, you know, the rendered short code. 
Sometimes. I've been leaning heavily on like uh, Cadence Blocks to do some of this stuff because okay. Cadence Pro has its own thing of being able to display this sort of stuff. But it's just like, like we we built we built the system to the point where you know Nick built uh, columns out of <laughs> shortcodes, and then we abandoned it entirely, and now we're like yeah. everyone go use this. But we yeah. didn't we didn't give concessions to the folks that were still using these things that just like I want to display a thing, one small little piece of text that I captured elsewhere. Um, yeah. I mean, even the even if like, how would you do like, for instance, the copyright notice at the footer of the of the site? You had to make a block for copyright instead of just putting like a little bracket that says copyright and have it display it. Yeah, it's like stuff like that where it's just like I had to build a whole block just to make this happen. And, you know, don't even get me started on how many plugins you're going to end up installing because you just started randomly, you know, willy nilly installing um, blocks. Blocks. It's like, woo, woo, woo. Um, it's like me and apps on my phone, though. I guess we're, that's yeah. the future we're going to is just download it and test it and like delete it when you run out of room or something at that point. Yep. Your website is your phone. Um, exactly. I wanted to talk about, if we could, the 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 super fly what why did i say super fly the super rad cool uh -huh. awesome thing that is template parts mm -hmm. <laughs> they're so they're so fresh and so clean clean um what what that's it that's all i have to say i'm so mad that template parts are like in the visual like in in the editor like and that it makes it, it makes everything why um well okay so from your um earlier statement right you, the full site editing really is for users right we're trying to go towards it's not necessarily for developers it's for users okay great template parts makes no sense to users like the very least we could call it a section or a reusable, reusable area reusable mm -hmm. area like reusable block makes sense what is this this is a block can you reuse it yeah it says reusable block template part like everyone knows no one even knows the difference between i always had to explain the difference between a theme and a template right like we're, we, we're getting into semantics here and then you, know, you have a theme and a template and a template part inside your template well i do think and, that full site editing because you're taking content that was never available to users before. They never had templates directly editable. They're all PHP and template parts. All this stuff was hidden in the theme files. I mean, that I, that's not actually true because there's always the page attributes that have templates there. Whether or not the theme that you you know most people are using utilized page templates. Sure. That has been there and and has been part of the experience. But not everything like archive templates, search templates, all the templates that you might have. In right. Right. So I think that when it comes to, you know, I do a lot of, you know, workshops and social learning stuff. And I think that educating people on just template hierarchy, you know, just. The I love that old graphic. That was my favorite graphic right. back in the day. All that stuff. It's because you go into the site editor, you click that button and you see every template and then you have all these template parts and it's, it's overwhelming for folks. That's and exactly it, what I'm talking about. But I yeah. do think though, that it's something that's overcomable. I think that naming could be different, but I think that we're operating from a perspective where users had nothing, no access to that directly, other than the pick from your three different template part, template page templates that you're thinking <laughs> to, <laughs> to um, everything. You know, it's it's definitely like people need to learn how they work, how they're used, and I think that 
most users of a WordPress site will never see that. It's only the people who have admin access who are actually working within the site editor. So I don't know. I'm optimistic that people can learn, but I get your point though, that it is, it's a whole new level of like working with WordPress that people never really interacted with before. And but it can be very- not the way that Squarespace or Wix are doing it. I mean, at the very least, like, like they're focusing, if, if we're going to, this is just, I feel like that the, if we're going to focus on the user, then the user interface is kind of essential to that and making it not like, I feel like we're like, oh, we can educate people and we can teach people. Yes, yes, we can. But also we could just change the name and name it something that people already, you know, are comfortable using um, because that's not, you know, it's not called, it, it, is, it doesn't look as developery when you're using Squarespace or Wix, you know, it looks more like, the block editor, and I've actually talked about this on the show before, but the block editor's drag and drop business, and you know, it just has so much, it, it has that vibe, that feel to it, that the full site editor does not, like in literally in terms of user layout. So, you know, I, I wanna, I, I guess I'm just kind of going back to that, who is it for? Because you were like, it's for the user, and I have the song from Beck in my head, keep going like, I'm a user, baby. But um, <laughs> that's why I keep bringing it up. But how, do you feel that that uh, the, the full site editor, not the block editor and its UI, but the full site editor, what is the evolution of that in terms of user interface in your, like, where so, is it going? So I think that we also need to define, like, what a user is, right? Like a WordPress user, I think, is going to change. You know, I did a session the other day where I built an entire WordPress theme without touching any code. Now it's not the most advanced theme in the world, but it's didn't touch a line of code. And I think that the user of WordPress will naturally change as this functionality becomes more UI based as opposed to code based. And so I do think that by providing people with all this functionality, which may be confusing and overwhelming and whatnot, you know, in a UI, I think has imp interesting implications down the line for who might want to use WordPress. You might be a designer, don't know how to code, but you could hop in there, learn the UI, much like you learn Photoshop or something, build out your entire design, export your theme without touching a line of code. And I personally find that kind of interesting. Um, but to your point about like, what is the evolution of the full site editor? I mean, it needs to be better. It needs to be more intuitive. It needs to do have more functionality. We were talking about custom post types today. And if you have like an archive template for a custom post type, you can put that into your theme and it will come into the site editor, but you can't add it directly without actually messing with theme files. That kind of limitation and functionality is over. It, it, you, oh, I learned how to do a template file and okay, I understand this. Wait, how do I do this? Right. And you can't do Psych. it. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you didn't know. And then you take somebody who's learned how to do this stuff without code. Now it's like, we got you all ramped up to do it without code and you're doing great. And then you run into these hurdles and then now you're, now you're back into editing theme files. So I do think that's to your point about who's this for. It's a tricky question, right? Like I, for me, it's yeah, maybe for, I'm the only one. Like, it's supposed to be for people that use WordPress. That's it's the thing. The, it's for the designer that also knows code. Come on, man. Yeah, it's for the designer that is like totally fluent in CSS. Because like, 
like I haven't seen anything in terms of anything that is a that, that you, actually allows you to really make cosmetic changes other than like font sizes. Like, I, I mean, there are blocks and such that do that, but is that? I, I feel like you still have to use CSS. Uh, I mean, but because the the tools are so limited within the editor, you, you know, you just can't do the things you want to do. Well, I built an entire theme. It's not the most beautiful theme, but I took 2022, which is it's the hatchery green theme. The and I just completely changed color palette, font, like everything in it. I mean, it, again, I'm not a designer, so. <laughs> but I mean, it is. We, is that available? Can we look at it yeah. on the, can you put it up? Or send I, have the, the, I have the video recording of it. Um, oh, send Jason the link. I want to, I want to see it. Your theme. We're probably um, going to so, run out of time before we get to all of that, but yeah. So, so uh, we can we can put it in the show notes, but um, definitely. I so so to back back to our actual title. So besides, we we ended up talking about it emotionally, kind of again, probably my fault. Uh, but um, in terms of actually converting, let's say you have a simpler site, not something that's like you know got a lot of custom stuff going on, but just something that that's simpler, you know. And maybe it has an integration or two with, you know, like open table or something because it's for a restaurant or whatever. Sure. So like, what, what would you just recommend? You just sit there, you just switch your theme and hit activate and then like, you know, go or because you can't test it, right? You can't test the theme. You have to have a staging site. Another reason why I'm like, this is not really like a general user, but. But that's kind of true with any theme change, right? No, I mean, you can do live preview to a certain degree. I mean, not really, but like, at least you can sort of see it. But anyway, so so let's say you're ready to do it and you don't have a staging site. I, it's actually hard for me to say that, to be like, just hit activate. And I'm like, without a staging site, I was like, I can't even say that out loud. The, the, first, uh, the, the first 10 years of WordPress, that is exactly how most people who ran a blog, specifically I'm saying a blog, ran things. They were like, oh, here's a new theme. It looks cool. I'm yeah. just gonna go ahead and hit activate. Install and activate. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. It's so funny because that's, you know, that used to be the way. And now it's like, you know, without a child theme and without a staging site, I'm like, oh, don't do that. You know, you don't want to mess anything up, but Again, I, I'm really just trying to, I have a lot of blocks to this, as you can tell, but I'm really trying to say, so like when you do that conversion, are there any tools? Uh, are there any uh, things that you've seen that come up regularly that people would want to check or, you yeah. know? What, so what, if yeah. you have a basic blog, right, and, you're ha and you want to change your theme and or basic site, and you find a block theme that you like, say 2022 or whatever it might be, in installing that theme and activating the main things, you're not going to have widgets, you know, because there's no widget areas in a block theme. Um, so that's something to watch out for. But assuming you like the layout of the theme and you've chosen that because you like how it's laid out, um, the only thing to me that you really need to watch out for, and it's just opening up the site editor and making sure it's, it's navigation, making sure your navigation menus are appearing correctly. But I mean, like taking the 2022 theme, it's going to pull in your site logo. It's going to pull in your site title, um, pull in your posts and all the templates. It's really just making sure that 
the navigation is pulling in correctly because I think navigation is one of the biggest hurdles in a block theme because it is still being worked on. That UI around navigation is really tough. Um, yeah, I heard, uh, I think, was it uh, Carolina who was on our show yeah. a couple of weeks ago was talking about how uh, how narrow the shallow, I guess, yeah. the, the, the like map a block map. is. And it's like literally visually difficult to manage. It's very mm -hmm. hard. It's very hard. Um, and so like navigation, if I could just put that over here, like that's probably the Don't worry about the navigation. It's not an important part of a website. It's minor. No big deal. And, in, and everything should render because stuck in classic blocks and it should still all render. Um, but I mean, if you have some advanced implementations, you know, WooCommerce, I know they're doing a lot with WooCommerce to improve on blocks and all that kind of stuff. Um, have you converted or have you have you heard of anyone converting an existing and it could even be they could have Gutenberg and blocks and all that, but converting uh, an e-commerce activated WooCommerce site over to I am not a WooCommerce person. So I so have you heard any rumors. No, I have <laughs> no, no one's talking about it. And I think a lot of it has to do with WooCommerce updating their entire yes. block architecture. Yeah, please don't. He's do actually that working yet. on one right now. No, over no, his no, no, something no. to do with that. For those of you who are listening and watching, I've been shaking my head for about the past thirty seconds. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just check out, Steve. It's not like you have to check out to use one of these websites. I mean, you don't have um, to put things in a shopping cart. Just, here's all I'm getting at, and I've said this before on the water cooler. I'm gonna say it again. If your site is mission critical, if your site is your business, do this on a staging server. <laughs> Please. Please, God, please, please do. I think please it's God. so funny. I swear, I like start all our full site editing episodes, and I'm like, "Yes, we're going to talk about how cool it is, and we're going to talk about how there's future." And I ask these questions, I'm like, "Tell me about all the cool stuff." And literally, everyone's like, "So you just got to be really careful, yeah. and it's, it'll get it's all really cool. good it's, soon." And in 2024, it's going to be awesome. Everything's <laughs> everything's cool, but. Yeah, this is why I'm saying, so, like, I don't understand. Why can't we just work on something, work on full site editing and not have it have to take over everything at the same time? Like, have it be there and in development. We, like, we left Gutenberg in a plug-in forever. Like, why? I just, I do not understand this process. And I think that is what I keep getting hung up on is the... Yeah, look at the time. I, I do want to say that... At, Did it again. That, that a future topic we do need to discuss what is the future of staging sites for something like this because that we we've talked about it and we've glossed over it so many times on multiple episodes now and there has to be a, a good solution for this and i i don't think we have it yet so let's talk there are some there are some uh commercial solutions to yep. staging sites too so Nick, if Nick. you have more to say, you are welcome to Nick. come back on. Sorry, this we is a big topic. You. We can't we ever get. We can't I will, I will talk about full site editing until the day I die. So if you guys want to oh, hear me wow. more, that's extreme. I, will. I mean, we were we, we said that FFC? about that is, that is a bold statement. We said that about tiny that tiny MCE, and look where we're at now, right? Hey. hey <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the block editor is built off Tiny MCE in the back. So you have a tattoo that says Tiny MCE that's crossed out, strike through, and then it's got FSE right under it. Is that yeah. with a heart? Okay. Yeah. Talk to y'all later. See you. Go over to wpwaterpour.com slash subscribe to learn how to subscribe to oh, this yeah. content. We would appreciate that. Go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and you go watch Can't us get over this on anywhere else. YouTube. YouTube? Okay, you have a good one. What's YouTube?
We out here.